Welcome to Modern Musings, Conversations with the Maiden, Mother, and Crone, where we look at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Hi, and welcome back. I'm your hostess, Cindy Murray, and I am here today with my co-hosts, Kristen Hessler and Amber Garvin. Hello. Hello. And if this is... um, if you're coming back to us from having listened before, we like to welcome you back. Uh, we love having you come back and join us again uh, over and over again because we talk about something different every week. And um, if this is your first time coming to uh, the Modern Musings podcast, then we'd like to welcome you and we hope you'll stick around and uh, listen to the the whole episode. And then give us a like and a subscribe and give us some comments about what you heard. We would love to hear what you liked, what you didn't like, and so on and so forth. Uh, we come to you every week on Wednesdays with new episodes. And this week we are, um, since we're into September, we're kind of starting to think about the holidays a little bit. I know it's a little early, but if you've listen to any of our earlier podcasts if you know us you know that we talk we start talking about the holidays way early and um and we're kind of talking about some of our um gifts and things that we like to do and in particular sewing crafts so we're gonna talk about that a little bit today earlier this year amber i think it was this year wasn't it that amber it was around Christmas. Or maybe it was around, around Christmas. Christmas. Like, yeah. One of the last um, season two. Amber, I will find that episode and link it. Um, but Amber had challenged us to make some homemade gifts for this year. And Chris and I have been busy little bees working on some things this year. And um, in between making things for Amber's wedding, which is coming up uh, in December. So, <laughs> so we're, you know, we're, we're enjoying the, um, the craftiness. A and- sewing craft. Uh, we have a sewing craft for the wedding, that, yeah. that table cover thing. Oh, that yeah. We're gonna yeah. Do. yeah. That's going to be one, too. Yep, it will. So, um, so we're talking sewing crafts. And um, one of the things I specifically wanted to talk about was quilting. And t-shirt quilts because uh, t-shirt quilts are a really popular gift for people especially like college students high school students who are um, you know graduating or whatever and uh, families like to take all of their sports t-shirts or their band t-shirts or what what have you and have um, quilts made out of them and they're a lot of fun and um so I, I kind of wanted to talk about those a little bit, or I was prompted to talk about those. I, I mentioned in the last podcast, I don't know how we came up with this as a, about quilting in particular as a podcast topic, because it's kind of a visual art. Well, it is a visual art, not yeah. kind of, it is a visual art, but, well, um, we you I quilt. I, I don't. do quilt. I do quilt. I've done a lot of quilts and, well, I say a lot of quilts. I've, I've done quite a few t-shirt quilts and um, and people ask a lot about t-shirt quilts and I think that's probably how we got onto this was maybe I want to not dissuade people from doing them. I, I actually would like to encourage people to do them. Do your own if you sew at all. Um, they're not that hard. They are challenging, but not hard, if that makes any sense. Um, if you know, if you know what you're doing and they can be done, if you want to pay someone to do it, 
it's going to cost you a lot of money because you could not pay me to make one for you. That's how challenging <laughs> they are. So um, I Truly. often tell people when they ask me, I, I my answer to them is, I will teach you how to make one. I might even teach you how to make one for free. Like for free, I will teach you how to make one. But I will not do that work for you because it is challenging. Um, and a lot of it just has to do with the, the fact that the fabric is so stretchy and it has to be stabilized. And um, I, I've gone into some more detail about that, like a, a how-to on my blog. Mm -hmm. So um, that's a good place to look if you are wanting to do one. I've got like a step-by-step -step on my blog and I kind of walk you through how to do one, what kind of stabilizer to buy, you know, what kind of sewing techniques you want to do and, and some easy ways to make one that's okay for a somewhat beginner quilter. Now, if you've never sewn anything in your whole life, I'm going to tell you, don't start with a, a t-shirt quilt because it is challenging. Um, the, the, you're sewing through multiple thicknesses of fabric. Um, it's stretchy. It's, it's, it's a challenge. So, but if, if you already know how to sew, uh, maybe you've done some other quilts, but you haven't done a t-shirt quilt, or maybe you've sewed clothes before, then, then, you know, go look at my blog and I'll link that on the, heard it on the podcast, which you can get to, um, by going to modernmusings.net and those things are there and I have a step-by-step -step guide how to do it. So, um, I, I do love giving t-shirt quilts. I've done several of them. I've uh, made them for my son. I did one that was his entire t-shirt collection from elementary school through high school. And I took every single piece of those t-shirts that I could use and turned them into one ginormous quilt. Um, and uh, I did one for my husband that was uh, music themed. And I've, I've uh, started some other ones also. They're kind of in progress. Some scout ones, because um, we have a Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts in the family. And um, I've got a three day, like think pink kind of version of one for the Susan G. Komen three day, which Kristen and I have um, participated in a number of times and some other things. So I, I do... I, call me crazy, but I love putting those things together just because they're more than just a regular quilt. They are, they're like a scrapbook made into a quilt form, basically. Um, have either of you done anything like that? It, it, anything remotely like that at all? Um, so I have done, okay. So I know I talked about on the last podcast that I don't sew. Mm -hmm. I have sewn in the past. I just haven't sewn in a while. Right. When I used to be a theater teacher, I used to put together costumes. Oh, yeah. All yeah. the time. But, um, and when I was a kid, I learned how to sew and I made clothes and stuff like that. I just haven't, you know, sat down and done anything like that. 
Now, quilting would be something that I might be interested in getting into, especially if I could make a weird core quilt. Oh, gosh, you could. Totally. <laughs> Which um, my coworker is actually making a quilt right now. He's one of the music teachers at the school, and mm. he's in the process of learning how to make a quilt. So I've been watching his progress, and that seems interesting. So something similar that I made recently, though, is that at the beginning of the school year, they tasked us with making a, like, kind of curtain thing to throw over the classroom window in case of, like, a lockdown or oh, something yeah. like uh-huh. that. So I didn't sew this, though. I made a um, curtain for my window out of fabric and hot glue. Oh, hey, that works. I, you I burnt know, myself a lot doing oh, it. Oh, I bet. <laughs> if there's a hot glue. But that's glue. the most yeah. recent thing that I've put together as far as like sewing is concerned in yeah. fabric. You well, I, you know, glue. I used to not. I sewed with glue, yeah. I did not consider myself a sewer myself. Um, my mother tried to teach me how to sew. I did make a quilt when I was in high school. And I enjoyed that. I did. Uh, it was made out of blue jeans. Um, you just cut up old blue jeans into small squares, sew them all together in a patchwork. And um, and then uh, everything that we did was, it was completely all reclaimed fabrics, which I love because we're not, um, you know, we're not wasting things. We're remaking them. So she would, um, we would go to like the thrift store or whatever and find old electric blankets and pull the electrics out of them or just old, old blankets of any kind. And then, um, and then old sheets, um, would often be the backing for the quilt and stuff. And so we would do things like that. And these were not actually quilted. They were a quilt top with the liner and the backing. And then we did the old fashioned way of tying them, uh, tie basting, I think is what they call it where you run um, kind of a thicker thread through it uh, in a, in the like little spaced out things and and bring it up and tie it in little knots. And, um, and that just kind of tie bastes all the pieces together. And there, those were a lot of fun. And I made one of those in high school and I actually still have the topper for that. Uh, The, the backing rotted out because like I said, it was a, a reclaimed sheet and um, so I had to take that off and make it go away. But I am in the process of putting a new backing on that um, to to reuse that top because the top is blue jeans and it's, you know, blue jeans wear very well. And this is this was my favorite quilt in high school because it was so heavy because not only did it have the batting in it and but those heavy denim was so warm it was so warm but also cool at the same time yeah it, yeah it it, it it gave you that sense of a weighted blanket but not mm-hmm. too hot yeah i love that blanket too <laughs> I, I don't know it's really awesome um and we even took like one of the the butt pockets and put it up like at the top so that i'd have a place to put a kleenex you know um that was kind of cool <laughs> but i i loved that one and So I did some sewing, you know, just a little bit of sewing when I was younger, but I hated sewing. And it wasn't until I got older that I kind of was intrigued by quilting and some kind of home decor things. So I did one of Kristen's, Kristen's bedroom decor one year. 
and I made curtains for her. Um, they were like rod pocket curtains. And then I did, um, buttonhole curtains for something. I don't remember what it was. And then we made a, uh, it was like a shoe rack that hangs over the inside of the closet door and it's got all these pockets and we didn't do it for shoes. We did it for her to put her, um, toys and crafting supplies and school supplies supplies, and stuff. And, um, so it, it just hung on the back of, uh, on her closet door and then it had, um, buttonholes, I think was how it hooked on there. Uh, there was like an over the door hanger thing and then it had buttonholes at the top that it hooked on. If I remember correctly, we may still have that somewhere. I don't know. Um, but it was kind of cool. It was a challenge because I had to learn how to do pockets and all kinds of things. And that, that kind of led me to, I've done like some, I made my son a cape and Halloween decoration or costumes and stuff like that. But mostly, um, I did not sew for a long, long time until the last few years. And I, I wanted to make these t-shirt quilts. So I started doing that. And I also made some, what they call a jelly roll quilt. Some people call them a jelly roll race, but we weren't racing. We were just um, sewing the strips together. And then, and you, you take the jelly roll of fabric, which is like a, is it a two and a half inch? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Um, it's like a long strip strips, of Long fabric. strips of fabric. And you sew them together end to end, basically. And then you fold it in half and cut it. And then you sew those side by side to each other. And then you fold it in half and cut it. And I think that's how, yeah. And then you and you just keep folding it, sewing, sewing the first half to the second half. And, and then fold it and cut it and fold it and cut it and fold it and cut it and sew it. And you wind up with a quilt of all these little strips. And um, they're really easy and a lot of fun. And I'll point some videos there. If that's if you want to start with an easy quilt, I think yeah, that I think one that's is that's a really easy. good one for a beginner because you don't have to cut any fabric out. Yeah, you don't have to measure anything. You can just buy the jelly rolls and do it. Um, but... Um, I've done that and I've done some other kinds of uh, like paper piecing and log cabins and things like that. And so I just, I like, I like doing those kind of things more than I like sewing clothes because clothes are, they're really intricate. Um, They often have curves and they're less forgiving of mistakes <laughs> and I'm not the best, you know, the straightest lines or whatever. And a, a quilt, it seems to me from my perspective, a lot more forgiving than sewing clothing, you know, and I know there are I people understand. who love to sew clothes, but for me, the quilts are just the easy and it's, it's just very soothing to sit. And we, we often go, to little retreats or little day things where we sew together and, you know, we'll all bring our sewing machine and whatever project we're working on and we just sit and talk and sew and, or you can watch TV. And sew. I love, I love that about it. Like, whereas when I'm scrapbooking, I have to look down and, and pay attention a little more. Um, when I'm sewing, it's, even though I'm looking down at it, I'm not, it's just kind of a mechanical motion. It's, um, 
you have a little muscle memory there after a while and you don't have to really pay as much attention to it I think mm-hmm. I don't know I, I it's very soothing to me yeah I like doing the stitching part at the end um oh the hand stitching I, yeah, oh yeah I, when you're ba- um doing the border doing the binding it. and stuff yeah uh even quilting I do a um I do quilting on my own home home machine with a walking foot um which is a special kind of foot that you can put on your sewing machine that allows it to pull that thicker fabric through and, um, and I just do, because like I said, I can't sew a straight line, but I do, um, often like, well, I'll either follow the channel, you know, and do like somewhat straight lines. But one of the ones I love to do is that what they call organic wavy lines. And so you're just allowing the, the fabric to drift in big, long curves and you just keep adding more lines of stitching and more lines of stitching until it looks the way you want it to look. And I love that because it's just, it's easy and it's fun. And so, I mean, there's basically my quilting theories right there in a nutshell. <laughs> well, I got my first sewing experience was actually quilting um, for school. Oh yeah, my geometry that. class had like a special project where you could draw or design either a stained glass, a quilt pattern, or some other thing. I can't remember what it was. And for extra credit, you could take it up a next level from just the drawing. So um, I designed the quilt pattern, and the whole point was that you had to use the three different types of triangles in the design. So, um, I, I decided on a quilt pattern and, uh, so we drew it out or I drew it out and then, um, my mom showed me how to cut the fabric and sew it all together and it wasn't like a full size quilt, but I, I decided to like carry it all the way through and I made a small like baby lap quilt. It was probably like two feet by two feet or something like that it was really two by three or something yeah it It was was square it was square oh it was square Mm -hmm. okay yeah but it yeah it was really small because it was just one I guess one block of a quilt pattern with a pretty wide border around it yeah (laughs) but that was that was it for me I was like oh I really like sewing but I got the taste of design creating patterns myself and I really enjoyed that so I decided to take sewing in school and I also um sewed designed and sewed a dress the whole pattern yeah yeah I remember that from a a blouse that my mom had I really liked it so I decided that it would that was for a girl scout merit badge it was a girl scout merit badge and it was like my homecoming dress an IPP I think is what they called oh yeah yeah. interest Interest project Yeah. yeah So then it was like, oh, I kind of like doing clothing, too. And then my next project after that was um, someone commissioned me to make capes for them. So I learned how to use an actual pattern. Um, And then I was like, wow, I kind of like sewing. Um, I went and bought my own sewing machine, um, I believe, when I was a sophomore in college. Mm -hmm. You know, I I used my extra student loan money to buy a sewing machine. And... um, I really enjoyed like making like pillows. That was one of the things that I liked doing for people was making pillows with my mm-hmm. sewing machine. So when you asked if I'd ever done a t-shirt quilt, no, I never made a t-shirt quilt, but I would take t-shirts and 
make them into pillows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people who do Mm -hmm. that, too. It's kind of the same theory. Mm -hmm. Make that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed that. And um, then there was a long period where I didn't sew until mom started going quilting. And I was like, well, I want to do that, too. So um, I made my first real quilt. And that was completed. It took me a little longer to finish. Um, I, I put a pause on it, but it was one of the projects that I wanted to finish for last year. It was mm-hmm. one of my goals to finish five projects. So that Christmas quilt was one of them. And then Amber challenged just to um, make handmade gifts. And so one of them was a apron for my husband. Um, he loves like brand branded things with like old school brands and so i found this kit that was a spam apron so like the canned ham spam and it was like old uh fabric kind of like i don't know it looked really like 70s or something yeah i don't know well it's not old it was new yeah it's new but it's kind of like throwback throwback yeah Yeah. but it's like duck cloth or yeah it is it's duck cloth it's duck cloth yeah Mm -hmm. And so that was my first time sewing with that. But that was a really easy to do pattern. And um, like the instructions were basically for like a brand new sewer. So I thought that was really cool um, to make something really simple. Mm-hmm. And so that was my first handmade gift. And then I'm working on another gift right now that I can't mention on the podcast because um, it's for like a later this year gift to be mm-hmm. given out. So I don't want that person to know about the gift. So right. Um, but I'm really excited about that one because it's been like in the works for a while now. Yes. Cool. Very yeah. cool. I, ha- I'll, I have, I have some of those as blog well. about that one later on or share it on the blog. Cause to me, it's kind of a big deal. I'm like really excited about it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, I have a couple of those projects in the works too. Um, I have not done any handmade gifts this year. I have made handmade cards that I've given away. Um, several times this year and I have some handmade gifts that are in the works right now that I'm hoping to give away during the holidays at Christmas or whatever. Are they sewing? Yes, they are. Oh, cool. Yes, yes. I thought, yeah, I think I showed you one of them. Probably. Yes. Um, and so I will, I will be working on those, but, um. They're just now getting into progress. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, would you ever consider sewing, Amber? You know, it has actually been something that uh, I have wanted to get back into. I actually have a hand sewing machine, just like a for like a mending clothes, mending clothes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, which it was actually my grandma's that she gave me, but. I used it a lot whenever I was a theater teacher, and I haven't used it the last couple of years, but it has been something that I've been thinking about on my mind because, like you, when I was younger, I took sewing classes at the local Boys and Girls Club where we would make outfits, and there are pictures of me wearing these outfits floating around on the internet that have been brought to my attention off and on over the years like hey so and so posted this group picture because we would um every summer we would take a sewing class at the boys and girls club and we would um 
make a different outfit every summer. This is when I was in elementary mm-hmm. school. And then at the end of the summer, we would have a fashion show mm-hmm. where we would walk the runway wearing our Your clothes, and, yeah. Yeah. The very first thing I ever made was a denim dress, and it mm-hmm. was so badly sewn, but <laughs> I wore it a lot. You were so proud of it, too, I bet. Oh, yeah. I think I made that when I was in second grade, yeah. like a first or second grade, this badly sewn denim dress, just like a basic uh-huh. sack-looking dress, which is kind of popular again now. But yeah, yeah. they are. I've see- I saw somebody wearing one of those the other yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, so... One of those. That was the first thing I ever made. The next thing was like this horrible vest and short suit. (laughs) Oh, my God. With this crazy floral pink weird 80s pattern (laughs) that it was like a vest and shorts I had some of those when I was growing (laughs) up I did they were in when I was in school yeah like (laughs) I that was my I have pictures of me (laughs) that was my next thing that I sewed and um and then uh the last thing that I did I sewed um my friend Stacy and I both uh we got the same pattern, same fabric, same everything, and we both sewed matching shorts. Oh, cool. So we were like twins on the runway that How year. How fun. How fun. Yeah, we sewed mat- matching, and they were like totally 80s electric purple oh. with neon whatever. Uh-huh. I forgot what telephones, I think, shorts that <laughs> we rocked that summer. So... <laughs> I think that was like sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade was like the last year that we did it. And I'm sure I'm missing a year of where I did another dress or skirt or something uh-huh. like that. But I, you always remember your first. I remember my very first thing that I sewed and just how like, I always say I can't draw in a straight line. Well, I can guarantee you I can't sew in a straight <laughs> line to save that my life. That is the hardest thing. There's a it saying for that, though. It will quilt out in the end. Yeah. In quilting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, have been thinking about, like, taking some sewing classes. Yeah. Like, uh, I've been thinking more about taking different kinds of art classes, like from Michael's or somewhere like mm-hmm. that. And sewing is on my list of, like, a new thing that I, like, I feel like I'm crafty and I know a little bit about a little bit about a little bit of Mm -hmm. everything, but I'm not really a master at anything. Yeah. I'm like a jack of all trades, master of none. That's me. So I'm not saying that I'm ever going to master sewing, but it's just something that I want to learn more it's about. It's handy to know. It is handy uh, to let know. Let me tell you, if there's an apocalypse, I would say being able to sew would be a really good That would be a really sew. handy one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. I my You were talking about taking it at the you Boys and Girls so Club. Too? My wow. <laughs> My son, um, one, when he was like maybe third, second or third grade, probably, uh, maybe, I don't know. He may have been a little older than that. Um we were walking into the Hobby Lobby one day, and there was a lady there who had a little booth set up for her children's sewing class. She also did adult sewing classes, but she was trying to promote her sewing classes. And she, he, my son was like 
what is that? You know, and he went over to look and he was really intrigued by her children's sewing class. And I'm, I have always been the kind of parent that I don't care if it's a girly thing or a boy thing or whatever. I, that is irrelevant to me. And he was interested in sewing. So I signed him up for sewing classes and he loved it. He, he took lessons from this lady for years into junior high. I'm pretty sure well into junior high and he made shorts, pajamas, a sweatsuit, um, a pillow, pillowcases, what book bag, a book bag, um, placemats and napkins for Kristen for a housewarming gift for her. He made matching vests out of like duck cloth vests for himself and his dad for Boy Scouts to sew their patches onto. He made an apron for his dad for Father's Day. I I can't even count the number of things Heating that he, bags. Oh yes, and and then one year for Christmas, oh he made bean bags and stuff too. That was one of the first things he made was a bean bag. And um, in learning how to make the bean bag, he learned how to make rice bags. Um, we we used uh, knit cloth, and you make a little bag, and you fill it with rice and sew it up, and you heat it in the microwave, and it's like a uh, like a hot water bottle or a heating pad or whatever for sore muscles or you know to put on your neck or your whatever and um he made those as christmas gifts for everybody one year and um that was a that was an awesome thing so he he did that uh many many years and i thought that was a great skill to know now does he sew still no um but if you put a sewing machine in front of him i bet it would it, it's kind of like riding a bike it really it's, is it is because i didn't touch my sewing machine for like 10 years oh me either but like, like 20 years just a little refresher and then i was zipping along. and then it's like oh yeah that's how that works you know it really is um so i i did i love i love sewing crafts because there are that's a really great way to make if you're going to you know if we want to go back to that handmade gifts things you mm-hmm. can make pillows or pillowcases you can make blankets and quilts you can make clothing you can make placemats and napkins and cup holders and um i have right in front of me a little mug rug that one of my very best friends made me um you know to put my coffee mug on on my desk um table runners for your um dining room table or whatever and you know and they can be as cottage core or as formal as you want that's the thing about sewing crafts is if you want to get really into i know i have a friend who's uh who does drapery for a living and that's what she does is she sews formal draperies so it's it's a really good skill to have and um if you can sew you can make all kinds of things you know going back to that handmade gifts Mm -hmm. so I, I do love it. No, I definitely am interested in the quilting. Now, I know I'm not really sure about t-shirt quilting, but I do have a box of my parents' t-shirts mm-hmm. that would be a nice thing that I could do with it. Yeah, that would be. And they're, I tell you, they're so warm. Those t-shirt quilts are really heavy, like the denim ones, too. They're really warm. I have so. one that my grandma made me mm-hmm. 
one, I guess it was like a college graduation or oh, yeah. gift or whatever, or a high school graduation. That's, that's I think. what they very often are. Uh, but she to, had saved a bunch of my t-shirts from when I was a child. My mom had, and my grandma, and she did it like a, you know how you cut the, normally cut the t-shirts into a square. Mm-hmm. What my grandma did is she had a t-shirt pattern and she cut the t-shirts to look like little mini versions of the t-shirts and oh. then she sewed them on the squares what? and um, made the quilt that way and I still have that t-shirt quilt that's interesting I have yeah. it like a uh, bagged up you know so uh-huh. my cats can't rip on it but yeah. uh, for years it hung in my grandma's house until recently after my mom died I took the quilt with me Mm-hmm. And I had it dry cleaned, and so it's been in the dry cleaning bag ever yeah. since. I I have I have some quilt. My uh, quilting is a a long done thing in my family. Kristen's making a blinky the face. The Elvis quilt. Yes, yes. My um, my great grandmother hand quilted every. I mean, like I'm talking about making organic wavy lines on my sewing machine. She hand stitched her quilts, and um, and so. She made all these fantastic quilts for people. Everybody uh, up. I I was she, when I graduated high school. She had quit because uh, she had a stroke um, right right after that, um, and so she wasn't able to. But all of the grandkids up until that point had gotten a quilt from her with their alma mater on it, so it would have um, like a. Uh, appliqued version of their mascot and the name of the school and big arching letters over that. And then usually the year um, that you graduated or the years you attended or whatever. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but they were always well loved by everybody in the family. And, um, and then she did a lot of things that like she entered them in the, the county fair um, or uh, I say county fair. It's not even just a county fair. It's a, uh, the regional fair uh, in Lubbock. It's the South Plains fair out there. And she would win all kinds of ribbons on them because they were just gorgeous. The One of my favorites, and I was just dying to get a hold of this, when, um, when she died, my mother got this quilt. The We call it the Elvis quilt. So um, my mother wanted it cause she loved Elvis and my great, my great grandmother loved Elvis. That's why she made this quilt, but she also made quilts like, um, uh, some of, some of my cousins were Marines. And so she made like an Iwo Jima, um, the raising of the flag on Iwo Jima mm-hmm. applique on somebody's. And she also did the moon landing in a, in a, like a little, um, I don't know what, what it's applique, little figures. Yeah, it's not just a silhouette, though. It was like little painting with fabric, painting with fabric, basically. Yeah. And um, so she did all these. So this Elvis one, um, my mother wound up with it. And then when um, whenever she went into the nursing home, you know, I I took possession of it. And and actually, when we cleaned out her house, um, she didn't remember where it was. And we couldn't find it for a long time. And I was afraid that somebody else in the family had 
seen it and like claimed it for themselves or something. And I was like, Oh my God, somebody got that thing. And, um, but when I got to cleaning the house, I found where it was stashed in a very weird place. But, um, so I brought it home and had it cleaned and, and, um, it's, uh, almost life-size Elvis, almost life-size. It's a, I think it's like a queen size or a full size bed quilt and um it's on like a maroonish red or a crimson colored background and it's vegas elvis in the white sparkly not fat yet elvis um and it's got i know i'm sorry you know it's not fat elvis but it's like when he first got to vegas and he's in the white thing um you know and he's got the microphone with the the scarf tied on the microphone you know or whatever I think maybe I don't remember and he's got the big ring and she used like different rhinestones and and it's got rhinestones and sparkles and studs and everything hand placed on this Elvis quilt and it I and then it was hand quilted you know by hand stitching on top of that and it's it's an amazing quilt and i love it and it i i don't even take it out of the package because it's just such a treasure but it's pretty awesome but uh yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, that would look amazing over my couch no because it would get it would snag and it would get dog hair on it and mm-hmm. the dog's toenails would get on it yeah. and people would spill stuff on it and that's why it stays in the closet and i pull it out and i show it to people and i go look at this quilt that my grandmother my great grandmother made it was so cool and um yeah one blue ribbons at the fair and stuff and it was just amazing and yeah i love it so, you know, I, sometimes those sewed, um, sewed gifts can be like good treasures that you keep like the t-shirt quilts or something. And then sometimes they're just functional, um, like the placemats or the, or the protective curtain in your classroom. Per- yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they I are. encourage those sewing arts and, and like Kristen says, you know, if we have the apocalypse, that's a good skill to have. So, Yeah. Because where else are you going to get your clothes? Right. <laughs> How are you going to sew your tent when there ain't no houses left? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, hopefully it never comes to that. But anyway, um, so next week, Amber is our hostess. And we have a special recording from a special location. So, so yes, you. we're taking a Modern Musings road trip. I'm so excited. Yeah, and uh, we're going down to South, South Texas, Southwest Texas, Texas yeah. going to the desert area. We're going to go to Marfa, and we're going to check out the Marfa lights and all of the art installations it's be so down cool. there. Prada, we're going to go to yeah Prada Marfa. We're going to go Bend. to Big Bend. We're going to go to Balmeray. We're just going to go on a crazy road trip. We're going to stay in a haunted hotel. We're going to sleep in a teepee. And, uh, yeah, we're going to sleep in a couple of different kinds of teepees, right? No, a teepee and a dome, a A sky dome. dome. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to be podcasting on location, and our next podcast is going to be about spirit animals. Oh, that's going to be exciting. We're going to be out. From the teepee. Yeah, from the teepee, out in the middle of nowhere. It is. You're right. Spirit animals. 
animals. Yes. So, so tune in to that. It will be that's exciting. That's going to be fun. It's yeah. going to be our first time that we've ever road tripped and podcast before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited. I am excited. Yeah. So, um, and on that light, um, we're going to thank um, Cake Mix Studios for equipment, including some of the equipment that we will be taking with us on that road trip yes. to re- do those recordings and um creative audio tech for our wonderful uh soundtrack music that we use you'll see it often on different the videos and the podcasts and different things those were all created by creative audio tech and um if you've enjoyed our podcast please like us give us a thumbs up give us a rating leave us some comments um go over to modernmusics.net read the blogs because if you're not reading the blogs you're only getting a part of the story and um and like i said i'm going to put that quilting those quilting tips over there um in fact they're already there by now so um so so go check that out give us some comments give us some likes and we also have our facebook group that is for you that we created that so that you can chat with each other and with us over on that and we will um have some things going on there maybe maybe a a poll or something or um i don't know i don't know we we do all kinds of things over there so get over there and check it out and um that's it for this week We'll be back next week from Marfa, and you have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye.